Hello, oil enthusiasts. Welcome to episode two of the Essential Oil Scoop. Hold on to your diffusers because it's about to get wild and fragrant in here. Today, we'll be talking about what essential oils are made out of and where do essential oils come from. Stick around to the end so you get the fantastic scoop of the day. Welcome to the Essential Oil Scoop, where we're all about SAS class and a whole lot of plant-based fun. I'm your host, Vicki Labrilia, and I'm joined by the amazing co-host, Sarah Sipos. Together, we are going to be your guides to the world of essential oils. And trust us, there's no better team for the job. With my passion for natural wellness and Sarah's encyclopedia-like knowledge of essential oils and our sparkling wit and charm, we will be diving into the world of essential oils, giving you all the tips, tricks, and the juicy scoop that you need to make the most of these potent plant extracts. So grab your favorite oils, your favorite drink, put your listening ears on, and let's get ready to have some fun with essential oils. So tell me, Sarah, what are essential oils? Okay, Vicki, I love talking about essential oils. I get like, people think it's silly because they're like, oh, Sarah, I don't want to call you and talk about, you know, take all your time. And I'm like, don't you know me? Like, let's talk about essential oils. So essential oils are awesome. They are natural. They're safe. They come um, from different type parts of different types of plants. So they can come from the bark. They can come from the root. They can come from the heartwood. They can come from the leaf. They can come from the um, flower. And they can come from, um, they also like with grass, they can come from like different types of grass, like lemongrass or whatever. It comes from the plant itself. Like there's so many, it comes from all different types and parts of the f- different types of plants. So it's awesome. Um, when, so when people ask me what exactly are essential oils, first of all, they've been around for thousands of years. This is not something that's new agey or just came out and, and now it's just like buzzwords or whatever. These beautiful plant extracts have been around for thousands of years. Actually, they are even, they were even found when they opened up the, t- um, different pyramids and different tombs. And okay, this is one of my favorite stories. So I'm going to tell you a little factoid with my encyclopedia-like knowledge that you always say I have. So Cleopatra used to have this huge vat of essential oils, of lavender, okay? So she'd have this huge vat of essential oil on her on her ship, on her barge or whatever, as she's traveling through the Nile. And what they would do is they would actually burn the essential oil. They had a big... Um, they would have almost like a, like imagine a huge bowl diffuser, like, and I mean, when I say huge, I'm talking like feet. So it's about, uh, seven feet wide in, in diameter on this thing. And it had like this burner underneath it and they would burn this lavender essential oil. So all the people up and down the Nile would know that Cleopatra was coming and that they had to prepare for her in their cities. So it's been around for thousands of years. The Romans used it in their temples. Like oils have been around. This is not something brand new that we're just starting off with, but they come from all the different parts of the plant. So did that help answer my, your question you had for me? Yes. And more, my friend. I mean, I asked you what essential oils are and you explained it very eloquently because they have been around for thousands of years, you find the extracts from plants, bark, seeds, all of what you just said is extremely accurate and on point. I agree. Can you um, 
give us a little bit more about maybe where essential oils come from? Because we know how to get them. They're extracts from plants with amazing health benefits. But where do essential oils come from? So, Vicki, I always tell people that um, quality matters. Quality really, truly matters because these oils can't just come from grandma's lavender that she's growing in her backyard or some um, farmer down the street, okay? they The best way to get plants or to get these oils is from the plants that grow indigenously in the areas of the world that they have always grown for thousands of years. Um, for example, well, let's go back to lavender. Lavender grows better in um, Bulgaria and France. That's the best climates for lavender essential oil. Mm -hmm. Why in the world would we get it from someplace else that has been grown anywhere else that doesn't have those nutrients in the soil, that doesn't have the environment? We know how important environment plays on plants. Mm -hmm. And so when they don't have the right plant extracts and and the right, I'm sorry, growing um, seasons, they don't have the right Uh, chemical compounds in the soil, it does not grow a quality plant. And so that is so important that we get things that grow, that we can have the environment that grows quality plants. So that's that's one thing that's really important to me is the quality of the plant. The um, next part that's really important about where do plants, where do these come from? Let's talk about the orange tree, for example. So orange oil is is produced from the rind of the orange. So do you know when you open up your orange and you get like that mist, right? That zest that comes from your orange or your, or your. Yes. It smells divine. Yeah. It's amazing. You and you see it when you fold the rind over. Yes. I know so exactly that's, what you're talking about. That's where the oils come from is that rind. So when you're opening it up, basically you're putting those oil compounds right into the air and you're smelling that all that orange goodness. It doesn't come from the juice or the pulp of the plant. It comes from the rind. Mm -hmm. So that's where orange oils come from or wild orange where we get our wild orange from is from that rind. But here's the cool thing. Here's really cool thing. So pedigrain oil actually comes from the leaf of the orange tree. So you've got the leaf. And then neroli oil actually comes from the orange flower, the blossom that comes on the flower. So that's why neroli tends to be a little bit more expensive because those flowers only bloom certain times of the year, first of all. Mm -hmm. And second of all, they only bloom for a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. And if you cut the blooms, sometimes you could lose the fruit if it's not cut in the right way. It's very delicate. It's a very own ecosystem. You know, like you were saying, the constituents of that um, orange tree, because that's what we're talking about right now, the constituents is what matters. Therefore, you know, we need to, as consumers, really turn the bottle over and figure out where these essential oils are coming from. You cannot duplicate mother nature to the exact science that is mother nature. Did that make any sense? You know what I'm saying? So the the chemical compounds and constituents that are found in these essential oils all around the world, you were talking earlier about how when we source them where they grow best, that is where we get the most beneficial yields, period. Yes, I could have a beautiful orange tree and try to extract, you know, 
the essential oil sacks from the rind of the orange. How many years would it take me to fill up one bottle? You know, I don't have the time or the patience, let's be honest, or the ability to source it to where I'm not cross-contaminating, where I'm not harming the actual uh, tree, the, the, you know, the giving tree of oranges in my backyard. I don't have the sources, but when we source it all around the world where it grows best, the chemical constituents within that plant, an orange tree is beautiful and completely crafted to a T. Absolutely. So that's, um, that's, that's why I love essential oils so much is because of where they grow, how they grow, they have these amazing chemical compounds and that's what makes them so fragrant. That's what makes them so potent when we're using them for, um, health benefits and, um, using them for medicinal purposes, as well as emotional purposes. We, like, if you don't know me yet, you're going to get to know me on this podcast where I love all things emotional and wild orange is the best oil just to like uplift your mood really quickly. And, and these oils all have these amazing properties for not only medicinal health, but for our emotional health, for our mental health, um, and making our environment clean and giving us exactly what our body is needing in different, in these different chemical compounds and these constituents. And so it's, it's vitally important that we talk about where they are sourced from as well as the quality. Correct. Exactly. And as a consumer, right, I think we've all in the States know of Target, right? Target is a big box brand store. I love it. It steals my money every time I go in. But if we're going down the cleaning aisle, right, a lot of these cleaners, a lot of the products that are out there now say they incorporate essential oils. Well, let's think real fast. Why in the flip and flap do they incorporate essential oils? Because they were, oh, how would you say this? They're the OG of cleaning. They're the OG of remedy. They're the OG of taking care of whatever flipping ailment that may be upon you right now. Emotionally, physically, all the things. It's the OG, the original. So my friends, when we go back to the source, when we are going to the source that is absolutely pure, there's so much power in providing our body with the tools it needs to thrive. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> and we're missing some of those components. Yeah, we you are know? when they when they say they add it to. We don't know we don't know the laundry list of uh of words that we can't pronounce <laughs> that is attached to orange essential oil and blah 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 all the way down. We just don't. Okay, and another silly little factoid, Vicky, but did you know that in the United States, we only have to have 80% of the label on our cleaning products be correct? 80%. 20% of it cannot, it doesn't whoa, have whoa, to whoa, be. Whoa, 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 um, whoa. I'm glitching. Did you say 80% of only. the label has to, uh, what? Yeah. Only 80%. And if you also see, if you look at any of your major cleaning products, you're going to see something that says active ingredient. All they have to do is put 
on the active ingredients on the label and they don't even have to put on every single because they can call it a proprietary okay learn this word friends a proprietary recipe therefore they can patent that recipe and they do not have to share those what is with, mixed in with those chemicals with consumers because unless it's an active ingredient I really, really wish you were wrong, and I know you're not wrong, but if you could only see my face and the things I was doing with my hands while Sarah was talking about this, oh my flippity-flap, that's ridiculous. My friends, let us educate ourselves to be our own advocates for our wellness because nobody else is going to do it for you. Now, the scoop of the day is all about Wild Orange and how magical it is. Sarah's already talked about how uplifting the aroma can be. In episode one, we were talking about how the aromatic compounds go into your olfactory system through your limbic system or vice versa, and it triggers a response. When we are not playing, playing is the wrong word, when we incorporate these pure essential oils into our day, y'all... We are happier people. We are healthier people. We are just all around better. Now, Sarah touched upon how sourcing all around the world, right? Did you know that wild orange essential oil is sourced in Brazil? Now, I can't speak for the bottle that you may have at home. I don't, I'm not sure. But turn that bottle around and maybe get some more information of where you got it, and you'll be able to see the sourcing. But I'll tell you, the wild orange bottle that Sarah and I have in our homes and in our diffusers and maybe even in our water because our wild orange can be consumed internally, y'all, it is so good. So, so good. By the way... Now I'm hungry because I'm talking about wild orange internally and I want to make some blueberry wild orange muffins. Ooh, that sounds amazing. That's a, I feel like I'm going to talk about food every episode, but I, I think so we good. need to put that in as a recipe for our listeners at some point. So you're going to have to like share the scoop on that one pretty soon. I will. I will. So my friend, let's talk about wild orange. Tell me all the things, you know, my friend. Okay. So let me give you the scoop on wild orange. Wait. So wild orange has a plethora of uses. One of my favorite uses for wild orange, and this may be TMI, but you know, as you get to know us, you're going to know that sometimes we share things that are a little TMI, but that everybody goes through. So I put a few drops in my water, three drops generally in my water, and I use a, a 22 ounce water bottle. Um, and I, so I put those three drops in and that will help when I'm a little stopped up in the intestinal area. If you get my meaning, um, not sure if I can say constipation out loud, but I, <laughs> you know I guess, what? I guess the I just did. does that. Everybody does. <laughs> so I use that all the time, especially when I'm traveling because I have some weird thing that happens to me when I travel and I have a really hard time in that department. So I love to use it in my water for that, um, for digestive health issues, but there's so good. I've, I think I've shared the last time that I talked about depression, that I had depression myself and had, didn't understand what depression was. So I like to use wild orange just to give me a little pop of uplifting my mood a little bit. Now, of course, it's not going to like replace any kind of medication that people are on, 
But for me personally, it works to just have that little uplift, that little pop of sunshine and happiness in that bottle because I really, really struggle, especially on gray days, and I need a little extra sunshine in my life. And if it's bottled up like a wild orange, then that's good enough for me. Well, Sarah, I agree with you. And I want to interject real fast because you were talking about how you're using it, you know, internally and aromatically to boost your mood because a lot of citruses, the chemical constituents that make up this precious essential oil provide your body with that feeling of, I can tackle life. This moment of grief, sorrow, whatever low vibrational emotion you're dealing with, it will be okay. It gives you that extra um, weighted blanket comfort, right? That you can get through that moment. Now, wild orange, like you said, it was supporting your digestive system as well. I love the fact that if I'm in a quick pinch and say I just got off of a, I don't know, two hour Zoom meeting for work and my brain is just fried and I'm like, oh my gosh, feeling depleted. All I really have to do if I'm not diffusing the oil is strictly open up the bottle and take three to five deep inhales, huff it straight from the bottle. It can be as simple as that. And, you know, we talked earlier about how or what essential oils are made out of. The beauty of essential oils, my friends, is that the more you use it, the better off you are. Frequency is key because it is not a man-made substance. Mother Nature made it. Our bodies, when we introduce it aromatically, when we introduce it internally and put it in our water for those that the essential oils that are safe to do so, our bodies respond and use it. And we can use it up to every 20 minutes. Isn't that great? And you can use it in conjunction. Well, I'm not a doctor. Go to your doctor for this. But you can use it in conjunction with maybe medications that you may be on. Now speak with your doctor about that. But I know hundreds of men and women that are doing this now. They're using this as a modality to help their overall wellness in conjunction with maybe possibly therapy or some medications. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. This is like, I would say this has to be one of your number one oils in your arsenal because there are so many good things that come from this oil. Um, But again, yes, we are not doctors. We are not experts. Um, when it comes to the medical field. Now, I am a holistic health practitioner, so I do have some leeway of recommendations, but I am not a, I am not a licensed medical doctor. So any of the advice that we give you on these podcasts, just know that straight up, it's just advice. Um, but also with wild orange, it does help with um, cellular regeneration, which is really awesome and very, very important. It has some antioxidant um, properties as well, which is fantastic. Um, Helps with insomnia. I know. It can help with insomnia. I actually use it. Uh, I use that a lot actually with wild orange and lavender and I would put it in a veggie cap and that is what I would use to help me to sleep sometimes Um, because I shared last week about having some um, major sleep issues in my life for eight years to be exact. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is actually one of the things I used along with citrus bliss and lavender. Topically, I used wild orange and lavender in a um, veggie 
a vegetable capsule that you can get at most uh, uh, health food stores. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. Also, when um, when I was talking earlier about putting wild orange in my water for digestive health, the reason why I started doing that is because I was having um, edema and swelling in my feet and my legs and my hands. And when I went to the doctor, they did ran all kinds of tests and they could not figure out what was going on. So we did some other tests and she was like, the only thing that's come back is that you're a little constipated. And I was like, Oh, so I did research. Cause that's what my brain does, right? Like when I can't figure out something, I go to research and I researched it out and I was like, Oh, I'm so dumb. Like, colon is where your you absorb your water. Most of your water is absorbed through your colon. And when you are impacted and you're full of you're full of it, right? <laughs> you um your water cannot be absorbed properly. So this is where you start to swell and have edema is because you are not defecating properly. Mm-hmm that can be one of the issues that's causing it. So once I figured that out, guess what? All of that edema and issues that I was having went away because then I was clearing everything out properly. Uh, I love the power of our body and I love the power I feel I'm given again when using this modality. Wild orange smells and tastes amazing. My friends, the, the icing on the cake for me when we're talking about wild orange is that it never fails me ever. Whether I need to uplift my grumpy mood in that moment, whether I need to help my digestive system, whether I need to stay awake or fall asleep, it helps with both. Now I want to share a diffuser blend for all of you. But before I share this diffuser blend, I do want to inform those that are possibly new to essential oils that whenever you are using a citrus essential oil, you need to put, when you're applying it topically, you need to put it where the sun don't shine. Now, Sarah, take it away. I want you to share why we do not put citrus oils where the sun shines. Because citrus oils are photosensitive, meaning you can get a little extra burn from the sunshine in the areas that you apply it. Now, this doesn't happen very often, but it is a possibility. And then we would be remiss to not tell you of this possibility of photosensitivity. So please be aware that that is definitely something that can happen. Um, It's not super, like, common to happen, but it does happen. So be aware any of the citrus oils uh, can have that effect on you. So it's just a good idea. If you are in those cold Northern states right now, you probably don't need to worry about the sunshine getting you. But if you are in our Southern states and even listening to this later on when the sun is shining in your area, just be aware, just be aware. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Absolutely. So are you ready for the diffuser blend, Sarah, and all of our listeners? I'm really excited because this is my jam. It's super simple. A lot of people um, in that are aware of the essential oil world most likely have these two oils for this diffuser blend. So depending on when you're listening to us, whether you're taking a road trip or whatever, find a diffuser that you can put in your car. Okay. If you are one that has at least a 25-minute commute 
every day. These two oils are fantastic for a car diffuser or heck at your office or in your home. I'm talking about peppermint essential oil and wild orange essential oil. These two together are a happy marriage made. Equal drops each. You do you. Everyone has a sensitivity to some extent on how many drops you want to do. You play with it. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to offer you up this awesome diffuser blend. So grab your peppermint, grab your wild orange. I would try equal drops each first and then play with it. But this duo of oils will give you the uplifting, give you the energy, give you the happy mood you deserve to have all things awesome. So it's as simple as that. We can allow ourselves to receive the benefits of the aromatic profiles of these oils to go up our nose, have a chemical response and just groove. Sarah, what do you think? Do you have a diffuser blend or anything you want to share? Um, so yeah, I love wild orange and, and peppermint together. I usually use three drops of wild orange and two drops of peppermint, especially if I'm doing it in a smaller confined space, like a car, I will do more of the citrus than I do of the peppermint because peppermint is so potent. We talked about that a little bit last episode. Um, so if you're looking at episode, if you're looking at those episodes, it's episode one, we talked about peppermint a little bit, um, and gave some great tips about peppermint. So I would definitely use the um, peppermint and wild orange. Another great diffuser recipe that I really enjoy is wild orange, uh, three drops of wild orange, two drops of grapefruit, and one drop of peppermint is another one. And so maybe at a future podcast, we will talk about the yumminess of grapefruit oil. So that's, yeah, that's, that's what I love to use in my diffuser. Oh gosh, that sounds really yummy. Well, Sarah, you know, we've talked about the emotional benefits. We've talked about a lot about wild orange and this whole episode is about what essential oils are made out of and where do essential oils come from? And I believe we've covered that. How do you feel about it? I think we covered that really well, Vicki. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in today to today's episode of the Essential Oil Scoop. We hope you found this discussion informative, helpful, made you laugh a little bit. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please leave us a comment or reach out to us on social media. And don't forget to save, subscribe, or follow our our podcast so you get notified every time we upload a new podcast. Until next time, stay healthy. Keep using those essential oils to enhance your wellness journey. Goodbye. Bye, guys.